Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Hey everyone, it's great to be joining you today. My name's Craig Clark, and it's awesome to have Nadia here. Yeah, so good to be with you. And uh, we're looking forward to having a conversation around this topic called gentleness. Yeah, it's not something that we talk about a lot of. You know, I think we actually live in a world today where gentleness is totally underestimated. Right. Yeah, agree. You know, instead, what is elevated is being powerful and fierce. You know, all through social media, hashtags like beast mode and boss mode are pumped, and all through society, we see people making sure that their rights are being heard. And you know, often this is communicated in a really strong, harsh, and confronting way. And I think without realizing it, we can easily buy into valuing harshness and hardness. And it's actually seen this as a strength, but the Bible teaches the value of gentleness. Yeah, so true. I mean, let's go to the Bible now. Like Galatians 5, 22 to 23, puts it like this. says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. So good. You know, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, mm. faith that prevails. Here we go. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities. And I love this. It says, for they are meant to be limitless. So good. Wow. Yeah, so good. You know, as Christians, carriers of God's presence, we are called to live with gentleness. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, um, you know, if we dig back a little bit in, in history, if you look at it in the Greek, uh, they never used the word gentleness, but they used right. the word meekness. Right. And meekness is powerful because it means forbearance, self-control, and mercy. Uh, you know, and so now when we read through our Bible, we, we don't see meekness, we see gentleness. But there actually was a slight difference between the two. You know, gentleness is referred to an action, but meekness is referred to an attitude, a state of mind, right. a way of thinking. And who knows, for all of us, the way we think is actually the way we act. Yes. And so this attitude of meekness is what produces gentleness. So good. I, I think it'd be awesome to just have some time looking at, so why is gentleness that yeah. meekness of mind? Why is gentleness in action? Why is it important? And I think the first thing is that it's just crucial for the health of our relationships. Yeah, that's it. In Philippians 4 verse 5, it says, let gentleness be seen in every relationship right. for our Lord is ever near. And you know, when I take a moment to think about people who are in our world who are just incredible at building relationships, they're all people who actually operate out of gentleness. So true. You know, it's not always the sanguine, the party person, the people person. It's the person who displays gentleness with others and the way they listen and the way they treat people and the way they value others. Mm. In fact, most of the time the Bible talks about gentleness, it's talking about it in the context of relationships. Yeah. And there is incredible benefits for gentleness, but it's funny how we struggle with being gentle. And I think it's because we think if we're gentle, it'll be detrimental for us. You know, I'll get walked over, that I won't be heard. But the opposite is actually true. Gentleness actually causes people to open up and actually hear what we have to say. It causes people to work with us. And I've found whenever, you know, you face a confrontation, the gentle approach is always way more beneficial than making my own demands or making sure that I'm heard. It's like what the Bible says in 1 Peter 3 verse 15, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. And it's just talking about this value of even when people ask you questions about your Christianity, 
society, do it with a gentle approach because people are more open to that, more yeah. open to hear what God wants them to hear in that moment. So there's just incredible value in gentleness. Yeah, it's really good. Well, I think about it in regards to our relationship. You know, we were great friends initially in a university hostel many, many moons ago. <laughs> and I was brought up a Christian family, but had walked away from God, knowing distinctively that God loved me and he was real. Yet it was you that had that conversation with me late one night that just confronted me, confronted mm. me with the way I was living. Mm. But it wasn't something that pushed me away. It actually drew me to want to know more. It drew me to want to go to church and All to right. lean into it because it was, it was what you were saying was true. I was missing something in my life and you produced it and prepared that and said it in a way that drew me closer to what God had in store. And I think this is a key. Mm. Gentleness actually fixes friction. Right. There was a tension, there was a friction in my life with the reality of how I was living and what I knew God wanted me to do. But I needed someone to come along and speak gently in a way that actually would open my heart and not close it off. Right. And uh, I think if we look at gentleness, what it can do is it can bring people together. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it builds relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think gentleness as well, what it does is it puts us in the other person's shoes. Yeah, so true. You know, so often we come so convinced of our opinion and so convinced of what we want that we have forgot that second greatest commandment, love others, mm-hmm. love your neighbour as you love yourself. So yeah. therefore it's saying, actually put myself as if I'm them, and now approach the situation. How would I want to be talked to? So how, would, how would I want to be considered? Have they yeah. actually thought about what I've walked through to get to this moment? Mm. And from there, we start to come with a better understanding mm. and a better way to build mm. rather than tear down. Yeah, amazing. And I think the cool thing is that when you come from the approach of gentleness, it's always grounded in grace too. Mm. You're always coming from that point of view of, you know what? I haven't got it all right. I'm still learning. I'm still completely growing. There are always lessons to learn. There's always stuff God's teaching me. Right. And it's the same with the other person that I'm interacting with as well. We're all learning. We're all growing. And so you come from this approach of grace. Right. I haven't got it all together. I'm not trying to shove my rightness down someone's throat. I'm actually here and we're growing together. Yeah, so cool. I mean, it's simply, yeah, we're not trying to win the argument. We're trying to win the person. Yes. Yeah, yep, and so you true. won me over. <laughs> Let's just say, long story short, she won me. She won me good. (laughs) But I'm still working on the gentleness. (laughs) But, you know, I love that gentleness also. It means that we respond with wisdom rather than our emotions when it comes to relationships. And I think it can be so easy for our emotions to determine our response to someone or a particular situation. And we can react based on how we're feeling, you know, whether it's anger towards our kids because of how they're behaving or frustration at our spouse because of how they're treating us or Mm. annoyance at a co-worker because they aren't carrying their weight. So many different situations we could talk about. But whenever we react based from emotion, I find it always makes things worse. We end up saying something that we regret. We end up damaging relationships rather than building them. And I love what Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And so when we have gentleness as our approach, allows us to respond out of wisdom. It builds relationships. It builds towards a healthy place rather than emotions, which will just add more fuel to the fire. So instead of exploding in my kids and my spouse or, you know, again, maybe a work colleague. Or your husband. (laughs) I'm going to take a step back and look at the best way to bring about change. You know, what strategy do I need to implement with my kids? How can I communicate with my spouse in a way that they hear it, you know, mm. maybe with a work colleague in a way that builds them up and doesn't tear them down. Yeah, so cool. So good. Hope you're getting something from this as we have as we've studied it. But, uh, you know, I think the key thing in this is realising gentleness is not weakness. Mm. 
right? We can hear it and we can think, oh, gentleness, who really needs to focus on that? It's not weakness, mm. right? Meek is not weak. Yeah. You know, that's a tagline you can take away from uh, today. But, uh, you know, godly meekness re- actually requires strength. Yes. Come on, it requires strength to put yourself in someone else's mm. shoes. It mm. requires strength to act with wisdom when yeah. your emotions want to take over. It actually is a position of strength. You know, I, I really encourage us to let's just look at the example of Jesus while he's on earth. You know, he could call on all the divine power, all the divine power, yet he was approachable, mm. he was sympathetic, mm. he was kind, and he was loving. Wow. And he actually said this, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly, which means humble. I am humble wow. in heart. Wow. You know, so I don't know about you, but I want to be continually humble in heart. Yeah. I don't want to be proud. I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to be self-righteous. I want to be humble of heart. Yeah. I want to be like Christ. Yet he was not weak. And the fact people say he led a rebellion, <laughs> yet he was never rebellious. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just grab hold of that. You know, gentleness cuts through the religiousness. You know, gentleness diffuses that ability to want to be defensive. And again, as we said before, it looks to win people rather than the argument. And so we're going to pray to close. But just before we do, you're thinking, well, how do I get more gentleness? Mm. Do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? You know what? It's a fruit of the Spirit. So just get in God's presence more. Pray in the language of the Holy Spirit if you can pray in that. And just invite Him Mm. because it's a fruit that He has that overflows from our connection and intimacy with God. So why don't you pray as we close? Yeah, and I just encourage you as well. I love the scripture that says, not by might, not by power, but by my Holy Spirit. We can only operate out of gentleness because of God working through us. So So, God, I just pray for every single one of us right now, those listening for us ourselves. And I just pray that we would operate out of gentleness in a greater way. God, where there are moments where maybe we're facing a situation when we just need your wisdom. God, I pray that your, your Holy Spirit would give us your gentleness and that we would respond how you want us to respond, not how we naturally would so want good. to respond. We just ask that you would empower us in that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, it's been so good to join you today and really pray that this has been a blessing to you. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.